more of the good stuff, and we're not messing around with that. Welcome back to the good stuff. You're tuned into Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Lindekew, the good news guy. Um, every Tuesday on a 10. And we're glad to have you here. Cliff Central has certainly, certainly made my Tuesdays fantastic. Uh, it's one of my, my most favorite days of the week. Coming into studio, spending time with all of the listeners and also all of my guests. It is really my favorite day of the week. My guest co-host for today is Jason Greer. Yes. It's Hello, the, Brent. It's the second time we have him in studio, which is super rad. And it's the second best uh, moment of my life. Me too. <laughs> Boom. Um, we've also got Craig Obani coming in. Uh, he'll be popping in to chat about what he's up to. And, uh, and then I met up with Don Packett, the comedian, yesterday. And we did a little, little interview clip. I hope it plays well uh, on air because the sound didn't come out too well. But it's an interesting, interesting interview. So I'm excited to play that for you. Uh, Jay, man, how's it going? I'm good and you, Brenty. It's really good to have you back in studio. When I got the email from you last week saying, would you like to co-host? It didn't even, I didn't even need, need to like take a second to say yes. It's always don't, good to be on the show with don't you. Don't lie. I planned this six weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. When I got that email six weeks ago, um, yeah, I, I said yes immediately. It's always good to be on the show and it's always good to talk about good things. Well, that's why we're here. We're supposed to be focused on the good stuff and mm-hmm. we're supposed to be sort of Bringing the good stories, which we have a lot of, and we're going to get into a whole bunch of those today. The biggest, the theme of the show today is a little controversial. Um, Tell me. I've called it the good news or good stuff that celebrities do. Mm. And there are a lot of good things that a lot of celebrities are doing, but there's also a few things that, uh, that didn't go down too well. One of my Twitter followers asked me to theme the show and to have a discussion about the You Magazine debacle. Uh. That's the one with Leanne Liebenberg on the cover. It was the one with Leanne Liebenberg on the cover where they'd photoshopped all her hair off and, mm. uh, and made her look like a cancer patient. Mm. And you know, quite frankly, I think she looked quite sexy without hair. I think it would have worked if she had shaved her hair off completely because, I mean, by the time that um, the magazine w- went to print, she would already have had a bit of hair. You know, I've seen, I mean, there's been a couple of celebrities that have shaved their hair for different mm. reasons. We had Kira Knightley who did... Uh, v for Vendetta. Uh, or uh, G.I. Jane. G.I. Jane. Kira Knightley in V for Vendetta actually had her head shaved on camera mm. as part of the, as part of the scene, um, for real. And she said it was one of the most emotional but empowering things that she's ever done is to just get rid of her hair. I am not my hair. You are not your hair. No, it's, exactly. It grows back. Was it Kira Knightley on V for Vendetta? I'm sure it was. Oh, not Anne Hathaway. Uh, What's the other one? It wasn't Kira Knightley. It was um, Anna Paquin. You know, they all sound the same. <laughs> what was her name? She looks like Kira Knightley. We'll she, call her Kira Knightley. Okay. Wait. Who, give who, us a sec. Ben's going to tell us. Producer's putting on the mic. In the, wait, who was it, Ben? Natalie Portman. Ah, ah totally. You win, the, you win nothing. You can have a bottle of water. So Natalie Portman <laughs> shaved off her hair. We had G.R. Yeah. Jane that also mm-hmm. shaved off her hair. And they really, they, I mean, they weren't doing it for cancer. They were doing it for movies. So they were getting paid a bucket load to do it. Sure. But here in South Africa, we had this opportunity yeah. to really do something amazing. I think and I believe that the U Magazine um, had a great idea and it was really badly executed. Yeah, it's a pity. Would you do it? Yeah, I've got mm. no problem shaving my hair, but th- then again, I'm a guy, so yeah, it's easier to get away with it. Yeah. I'm not so so attached to yeah. my hair, I think. Anyway, so Don uh, Don Packett, who is a comedian, he's an entrepreneur, he's a businessman, he's really he really does great things. He released this video 
two or three days ago. Mm. Uh, it's called Karl Kopp for Cancer. Which is, which is a cool name for it. He's also got a website, which is www.carlcopforcancer.co.za. Mm-hmm. And basically all that he did, which was something so simple. And I'm a little bit jealous that I didn't think of it myself. So am I. Be- we should have done it together. We should have done it. Maybe. Okay. I'll pledge to just watch the video a couple <laughs> of times. Um, so he's made this video and in the video, I'd really like you to go and look at it yourself. I am going to tweet links to it. Mm. But basically, he shows how easy it is to Photoshop hair off. Mm-hmm. You can do it with an app on your phone. Mm. And it's crazy because the little app, while it's busy circling to do it, it says, so sorry for your loss, mm. as if it's real. Yeah. And then he goes in to say that if you watch the video and you share the video and you keep watching the video and you keep sharing the video, for every for every view... He's going to give a rant to cancer, which doesn't sound like much. <laughs> but imagine if we could get him to like 12 million views. We could literally make the guy go broke, which is Completely. super exciting. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, the cool thing about that is that you've got your corporate sponsors who would get on board um, and assist on and getting and raising those funds for cancer. You know, Everybody likes to be a part mm. of something amazing and something good. I'm going to play the interview that I had with him yesterday. Have a listen. Good stuff going on. I found a really fascinating story. Uh, I've got Don Packett sitting next to me. Don, who are you? The, before we even get into why you have no hair, who are you? You're, you're a businessman, you're an entrepreneur, you're a comedian. Yeah, I, yeah that's, that's about it, really. Um, um, yeah, that's, that's what I do. I'm, I'm no special person, really. But you're here today because he has no hair. Uh, for a very good cause, and and that cause is is called uh, I forget. No, I'm kidding. It's called uh, for cancer. Called for cancer. Yeah. And you decided to go out there and shave your head for cancer. For those of you that live under a rock, about two weeks ago we had a fantastic celebrity do an amazing thing for cancer, but she didn't read. We we had. Don, who actually did something, went up there, shaved his cold cook for cancer, yep. and put it up on YouTube, and he's legend. If you watch the YouTube video, for every view, he's going to give cancer one rank, which might sound like nothing, but multiply that by, I don't know, 12 million views, and then we're actually talking. Uh, why did you do it? A few reasons. Uh, family, a few family members have been uh, uh, over the years. Of died, diagnosed, um, and then I saw the U magazine and uh, I saw the whole uh, didn't really do it, Photoshop, digital, for, and uh, that's just ridiculous. It, it doesn't, it made no sense to me. Um, that person in question, <laughs> whatever it is that I'm doing this for so and so, they did nothing, they went for a photo shoot like they do every other day. Actually, did something. Physically, and and you've pledged something very difficult for people to do. Click on the video to watch. I know it's terrible. It's so you know you have to like find the link, and then you have to click it, and then you can. You, the thing is, it's it's. You want to put it in if you want to All right. So the gist of it is, we had a bit of an interview, we had a bit of a chat, and uh, and it goes into why he did what he did. It was because of the Leanne Liebenberg article and how he wants people to go and get 
on the video, share it, like it, uh, share it some more, watch it again, because the more views that he gets, uh, the more he's going to give to cancer. And I think it's such a cool, cool idea. The biggest thing that we got out of the interview, and I'm going to post that onto YouTube as well, so you can go have a look at it, but do something. Yeah. Do something. It's that simple. Well, you know, just sorry, I've got to go back to what brought you here today, Brenty, is the the video that you posted on YouTube that got, I don't know how many thousands of hits. It's one small thing like that can make an enormous difference. You know, it just takes people like you and Don to just to be aware and, and make it, you know, feasible, make it tangible. I, I'm, you're right, because it is... It is real, and and one small thing, and I keep saying that it's something that I want to drive home every show that I do. Change one thing, change everything. In February this year, I posted a video of myself giving a homeless man a meal, and in June next year, I'm going to meet President Obama. Like that's the reality of of the power. Are you really? Yeah. I'm going over to an internship uh, to Washington, and it's for the top African leaders in Africa. And I'm going to get to meet, yeah, you know, just throw it out there. <laughs> <laughs> when did this come about? Uh, it was about two weeks ago. I haven't released anything, and I haven't sort mm. of – I think it's a bit overwhelming, and it's, it's all just uh, – but the point is, you change one thing, you change everything. Sure. And you have the power to ultimately change your life, change someone else's life, and do amazing stuff. The other thing that Don Packett has done for, for Movember, because Movember's next month. Well, yeah, in a couple of days, yeah. In a couple of days. And the biggest thing, the biggest challenge or the problem that Movember faces is you have all these guys walking around with these thick mm-hmm. mustaches, but there's no money going back. Mm. To, to any sort of society. They, they are growing mustaches just for the sake of it because it's a trend because yeah. people do it in November. So he's come up with, with another website which has go, gone live already. It's www.saynotothemo.co.za. Hmm. And basically, as a woman or a man or a friend or a colleague, you can pledge money to make someone not grow a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> like me, if I had to start trying to grow a moustache, it would be embarrassing. I've said before that if I wanted to take part in Movember, I would have to start growing it in January. Mm. Yes, me too. And then sort of by November, I could say, here's my moo. <laughs> well, I was asked yesterday to be a part of um, uh, Movember with, uh, in, in association with Gillette. And I said, well, I could. The only problem is I would not have a fully fledged moustache by the end of November. So... Uh, uh, not even halfway through. I mean, what's the point? Look, I can buy you a stick-on one, and you can just stick on a moustache, <sighs> which hey, would be rad. That would be quite cool. Well, you know, in Hollywood, they can, you know. They, we can Photoshop it on. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the way we roll. Um, Manuela on Facebook has just said, it's in poor taste. It gives completely the wrong image, and this is going back to the YouTube magazine. Mm-hmm. It gives completely the wrong image of cancer. Not everyone has chemo, and mm. not everyone loses their hair. Mm. So to have that as your poster child is maybe yeah. the wrong thing. We've also got Margaret, who said it's not cool, and Doreen Skeggs, who said uh, celebs should be doing something more uh, than, than Photoshop. If you've got mm. the means, if you've got the money, if you've got, yeah. if you've got all of those things, do something more. Absolutely, yeah. Um, obviously natural cures for cancer as well, apparently. We were chatting about it last week, actually. I mean, all the different types of food and stuff you can take. Like you're just on that mention about you don't have to have chemo. No. You know? There's a, I mean, you mm. can take herbs. It's a stereotype, unfortunately. That they've set in motion. Mm. But we can change that. And yes. I've, again, change one thing, change everything. If so you want to solve a problem, maybe change should, the perception. Uh, maybe we should get shave your eyebrows. <laughs> that could work. 
Okay. We could try to start a trend. Hashtag shave your eyebrows. If you guys want to get in touch, maybe shave your eyebrows. Let us know what you're doing to raise money. Uh, you can get in touch on, on our WeChat. You can call into the studio. We love having listeners call in on 0861 Or you can hit us up on cliffcentral.com, which is our Twitter. Brent Lindicue, which is the Twitter. And Jason Greer has also got a Twitter. It's Jason M. Greer. Yeah. I just, I knew uh, that off my heart. I'm famous. All right. So my change one thing for this week would be to actually go out and do something. Mm. Turn slacktivism into activism. Um, if you want to be a part of Movember, cool, grow a mo, but give money back to a charity. Mm. If if you really feel that someone looks a bit like a pedophile because they're growing a mo, <laughs> go to <laughs> www.saynotothatmo and you can also <laughs> pledge for them not to grow a moustache. <clears throat> Because some people, it just uh, it just doesn't look right. I've actually got a photo somewhere here on my phone of what I did look like when I had a mo. Please give me tweet it. I'm going to see if I can find it. It is awful, but I'll see if I can find it for you. Okay, well, we're going to go into a little bit of a song. I watched the most amazing movie over the weekend. It's called Begin Again. And it's, again, about starting over, making a change, doing something to better yourself. Adam Levine stars in it, which I didn't even know that he could act. I still don't know if he can, but it was a good movie. And uh, and here's a song from there. Uh, have a listen and let us know what you think.
That was Adam Levine with Lost Stars from the movie Begin Again, which I watched this weekend, and I just, what a good movie. Uh, we've had Shirley Urso comment on, on sort of the U Magazine U Magazine debacle, and she just said it's the same way as rugby teams going to robots to beg. It, it just belittles everybody that is really suffering in this world and people that are trying to, trying to actually fight through. And I, I can't agree with that more. If you're going to do something, then do something. Don't, don't muck around. You're tuned into the good stuff. And we're all about the good stuff happening in South Africa and around the world. Uh, today's show is all about celebrities doing good. So we've invited Craig Obani to join us in studio. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Is it your first time on Cliff Central? Yes, it is. And what do you think of the studios? It's a bit quiet today. Generally, when when I mean on any given day, this studio is wild crazy. There's people playing foosball and drinking. And Why is it all tame on my day? <laughs> I don't actually know. I'm upset. I'll come back. I'll have to come back. Not Even if you don't interview me, just let me come hang out. Just come hang out. <laughs> hang out with everybody here. It's very rad. Very no, rad. It's very cool, though. Awesome. Cool. For those of you that might not know, Craig, uh, originally you played Buddy yeah. in, the, in the Buddy Holly story, which yeah. took you all over the world. Yeah, it did. I mean, we'd, it was just, uh, I, I was 20, all of 22, 23 years old, and um, and then went for a, I was in the Rocky Horror Show, so I went in for a cast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The, Who did you play? I was, I was the Rocky. Frankenford. <laughs> Frankenford. Rocky. Rocky. Don't, don't look so surprised. I, I was young once too, you know. No, no, and no. Then, I'm not surprised. And then I went through this audition and little did I know it was going to become like this epic uh, thing in my life, you know, and it, and it did. It took me to the UK. I ended up doing it in London and then, and then from, from there came the spin-offs and I ended up, I played that role, um, yeah, I played in Australia, Singapore, Denmark, Spain, mm. New Zealand, France. Yeah, it was it was insane. We we were all over the place, and it it became sort of ten years of my life, on and off. You know, which is also wild. I've always thought um, theatre actors live a completely different life yeah. to the corporates and and people that are working nine to five. Your working hours so late in the evening that I'm sure you, I don't know, what time did you wake up when you're in theater? Oh, it's mad. I mean, you kind of, you, you do get into a routine, but it isn't everyone else's, you know? So you, yeah, it's, it's kind of like you get up later in the day and then you cruise around and it's, it's all, you're all about the lunch first of all. L- and lunch then, at and four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, you know the drill. And then, and then if you, if you're good, then go and do a little bit of exercise or do something or at least get out and see, you know, sometimes you're in, in a beautiful part of the world and you haven't seen much because you, you, it's all about going to the theater, doing the show. And then, and then I mean, you see the the, the night spots, that's for sure. But uh, you know, the day stuff, the tourist stuff, stuff, no, you got to no make it effort. You see, that's the thing about theatre as well. I mean, I've always theatre's always been a first love of mine. But the amount of work that you guys have to put in, I mean, when you're rehearsing and when you're actually in theatre, I mean, for those. Good couple of months, you can't really do anything else. No, it's true. It, it, it is an all-consuming thing. I mean, it's in in the same way that it's like that that work can be the feast or famine aspect of 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 what mm-hmm. we do. You know that you are mm-hmm. inundated and you and you mm-hmm. are not touching sides, or you're sitting there hoping the phone will ring. It's the same when you are busy with something. When you are rehearsing, like for instance, now we're rehearsing the pantomime, and these this young company of people are. I mean, I I managed to get away here and there because I'm. Um, because of the of the of the character I'm playing, but these the the younger cast are there all day, every day, singing, dancing, acting their hearts out. And I mean, they you 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 did right. They they can do little else. Yeah. I'm glad that you guys are working so hard on the panto, and we'll get into that now. Now it's my yeah. favorite time of year. Yes. I'm like a I giddy child. It's uh, it, yeah. it gets me really excited every year. 
Christmas time, it's panto yeah. time, and, and heading down to the, the theater to go watch it gets me really excited. What got you into acting originally or back in the day? I just kind of, I mean, I, I, obviously, you know, you, you, you either have the bug or you don't. And, and I used to be entertaining in, in some way, shape, or form. I used to be the uh, class joker. And then the teachers picked up on it and said, okay, Craig, we need you to sing songs from Greece when Greece came out. And, Every Friday before we'd go home, it was like, Craig, which one are you singing today? And I'd sing the guy part and the girl part. <laughs> try and do everything. Play a bit of guitar. I'd do whatever I could. And it was, it was, uh, and then I just kind of escalated from there. And then it, when, when it came time, when someone said to me, what do you want to do? Uh, the people around me kind of looked at the, at the person asking the question like, well, you know what he wants to do. It's sort of like, it's it, just, it, it is what it is. me instead of me picking it kind of thing. So in some capacity, I knew I would do it. And that's what's so cool about this country because, we don't just do one thing here. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you do voiceovers or you, or, and, and, and then, and then you're doing a, a, a show and then you're doing a corporate and then you're doing, so it's quite interesting that you get to do so many different things. Mm-hmm. And, and I do enjoy that. Although with it comes the, sometimes you don't know, you know, so, so, sometimes you don't know what's, what's around the corner when the next big one's going to that, come. That's the exciting part. Though, that is exciting. Yeah. When you get booked on the big one, then you're busy and it's like riding a wave. It's like surfing. I enjoyed it more when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the security now, man. Come on. Did you did you study to get into all of this, or did it all just happen naturally? Well, I mean, it's it's also that thing of your parents say, right? You can you can do it, but you know you must also have a real job. Mm. So I went to varsity. I went to Rhodes. Um, and I, and I, and I got I've, a, I've heard horror stories yeah, about Rhodes. I've heard that yeah. not many people get much studying done in Rhodes. <laughs> Look, it horrible. is a party. I mean, it's, it's your first time for a lot of us, the first time away from the family and everyone cruises in there and goes, you know, you, you, you go there and you're away and you're in res and it's just, you can go nuts. And, and, and a lot of us did for a while, but I managed to pass. I did it. I got a BA. I did journalism <laughs> and, uh, and, and drama and two years of law. Two years of law, one. <laughs> so that, if that helps you to understand. And then, yeah, and then, uh, it, but I mean, I look, I got the degree, I did learn stuff, but, but it's that kind of trade where you, I think you learn as you go, you know, mm, you learn from doing and you yeah. learn from watching and, and working with people. And yeah, mm. thankfully I got the chance to go overseas was, was cool. I got to work with amazing people and meet amazing people and, um, yeah, so I will, I've been lucky as well, but I have, I've put in the, the hard grind as well. Yeah, you know. I remember I've got to just uh, mention a bit of a stalker moment here. When I used to work on SABC3 as a continuity presenter, in our presenter's lounge, we had a direct feed. We had a little TV there, we had a direct feed to the Isidingo studios downstairs. So we would, I would watch all day rehearsing, rehearsing, and then cut and Greg was on it all the time. Were you a bit of a stalker? Well, just then. I mean, when I was working on SCBC3. Because then I'd watch him all day, just rehearsing, and then they would do the shots and do the scenes, and then... One take, eh? Go. One take. W- yes, one take. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go, Craig. You're hurting my hand. <laughs> yeah, that was quite cool, actually. So you, you have done a lot of TV. Uh, yeah. I yeah, did, yeah, in South Africa. Yeah. I mean, when I left here, I'd, I'd done a few ads, and, I, and it was all stage. And when I came back... Came back in 2005, and then it and then it went that way uh, through no plan or, or design, and then um, 
And I loved it. I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was a great, I was on for five years. I got to work with that beautiful Ashley Kelly, mm, so closely yeah, with her, who was such a loss to, to, to us and the industry and yeah, the whole yeah. globe, really. I mean, she was just stunning. She was, yeah. and, uh, and, and, and it was amazing. And then the spinoffs from it are, of course, wonderful, like corporates and stuff, like, absolutely, like, yeah. like we do. And then, you know, they like, because when, when people are trying to sell you, they're like, oh, we'll get Craig Abani to come and MC your event. Who? And they say, <laughs> that guy from East Dinga. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, does he sing as well? So oh, even true. better. And then, yeah, so the He's two, a triple you're easier threat. to sell. Yeah. You see, Craig's one of those characters in our industry who we call a triple threat. He can MC, he can sing, he can dance, he can act. He's a quadruple. Even he does, he does theater. Bastard. It's everything about. He ran out of threats there. Yeah. <laughs> I was, he, I does, was, he does, he does. I was trying to list them and I was like, what? That's, that's amazing. What, what has been your, your favorite TV show? I used to be, I mean, when I was younger, I was an avid follower of Essendingo, but I think I liked it more when they were into mining, and then it all changed. They, like well, the whole I'm, show, yeah. they, it just, let's go a different direction. New season. Are you talking about favorite show that Craig's accident or favorite, favorite show that he's acted in? Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's quite a funny little story, actually, because I, I used to come back from the UK over the years and watch, because um, I had friends in Essendingo. Or a goalie or whatever. So I used to come in and like sit and then catch a, a few episodes. And my friend Brandon Orette, who's done so well, I mean, he was, he was dupey and he was in it for years yeah. and years and years. And he's now, I mean, and uh, now he's doing movies. He's and doing movies, he's, Hollywood, big think, star. Yeah. Not, I think the world's his oyster at the moment. And mm. he's, uh, but I used to come and watch it and, and, and I used to think, no, I wouldn't do this. Hmm. You, know, you know why? And I used to stay there like all smug and <laughs> arrogant. And I used to say, no, because it takes away any kind of mystique. You know, you, you're sort of in a soapy, a local soapy. No, I would never do that. And then cut to, it's amazing how you, how you, how the, how the, the boundaries change or the, or the wants and needs change. And then I phoned my mom one day and I said, Mom, I've got a, a part in Issy Dingo. I'm going to play Alec. She was dead silent. She's, and I said, what, what? And she said, Oh, I never do that, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, I did say that." Eh? And here I was, so excited to be back in the in the in the country so and true. and in one of the top soaps. And every day I felt that when I sat in my makeup chair on Isidengo, and and I think I'll have to choose that one as my favorite because I did it the longest. Um, I was happy to be where I was. You know, no, I'm not uh, Kevin Costner, Harrison Ford that I wanted to be when I was younger, watching them in movies. But I'm in a makeup chair. I've got someone like Robert Whitehead sitting on one mm. side, Ashley Kelly on the other. I'm learning lines. I'm going to go on a set and do some work that I'm uh, hopefully will be proud of. That's a gift. That's cool. Yeah. That is a dream half realized is, is, is 50% more than what a lot of people get, you know. Well, that's what I was going to say is a lot yeah. of people haven't even got yeah. even close to that. And, the, and I and, like that. And a lot of South Africa aspire to be part of part of the soapies to be in that industry as well as when you're watching a soapy people get to know you you're in their homes yes. every mm. single day absolutely i mean it, it's it's the the power and, and strength of it surprised me and still does i mean i still get oh alec i mean yeah. i haven't been on for five years even even longer i think now but it's it it, it gets it like you say it reaches a lot of people and and i think it's easier to to, to knock it for what it isn't but it's also very cool to praise it for what it is. And, and, and I mean, it, it employs people and good actors and, and, and we did some good work and mm. I enjoyed, I enjoyed nearly every second of it. You're making me want to go watch this at Ingo again. I don't even yeah. think the show would be the same as the last time I switched it on. The storylines and soapies always change. I couldn't even tell you. I mean, I didn't watch it before I was on it. I didn't watch it while I was on it. I don't think I watched <laughs> it, but it's not that I don't watch it. It's just I never catch it. I don't sit down and watch, you know, soapies. Yeah, and then their studios burned down, and then they moved uh, to Sasani. Um, it's, 
You know, that's a soapy. You were there when it done. You had left by then, huh? But was it there? Yeah, because the studios affected uh, East Lingo and Generations. Generations, correct. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, I had gone. You had gone by then. I had gone. Yeah, what's, what happened there? What I, was I, the I don't know what the outcome was, but I remember it's still an angry actor. <laughs> but you know, to walk through the SABC halls today and you can still smell a little bit of smoke still lingering in the top floors because that smoke penetrated the entire building. That's incredibly it's sad. Amazing, eh? Yeah. So now they've got their new studios out in... Uh, Which is amazing. Yeah. Someone wanted an extra 500 random um, <laughs> a, a call. They said, no, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> What's quite exciting now that you're involved with the Panto, and that's what I've got mm. you here today. The yeah. Panto not only does it make me excited to go and see it, but it also does good. And it, it yes. I believe that if you have the resources and you have the power, you should. You should be doing good. Absolutely. The Panto, uh, many people might not know this, but the open seats that they have, uh, a lot of corporates will book, some individuals will book, they'll come through, and a lot of seats that they have open, they give away to orphanages and foster homes and people that maybe can't afford to even just go to the theater. And they give those kids an opportunity to want to be on stage, to want to be you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to come, yes, to, to, to be inspired. They, and, and they also come and watch the, the film. You know, they film it every year as well. For the, and, the whole, and, and yeah. they let the, the, the audience come, uh, they, they go and find audience of people that would otherwise not be able to, first of all, see it, let alone be part of a filming, you know. And, and, and like you say, Panto is fun. Panto is Christmassy. And so if we can, if we can make Christmas a little better for, for some of the people out there that, you know, then that's exactly what it's about. And, and it, it is the, it, it, it's a British tradition that I'm very happy Janice has ma- managed to make stick here. Oh, it's, to- so it's totally become South Africa because it's it really does make Christmas a little bit better for for a kid, you know. You know, you say make Christmas better for a kid, but also for adults as well. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how often I go to a, a theatre production and I just want to participate and shout. Now I can. I don't have to feel embarrassed about it either because all the kids go, "No, he did it. Yes, he, he did." did. Oh, no, it's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, when I, the, the, I I knew very little. About Panto, and, so, and then I did two in in the UK, and um, and I was like, "What is this, you know, convention?" But I liked it. I thought, "Oh, this is fun." Uh, and then and then I I heard about Janice is doing so well here over over the ten years that I was away, and then and then I've been back to see them all. And no, they do. They 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 make Christmas better for everybody. They it's it's become a tradition. That's become part of our Christmas year. I think it's great, and it does reach out to a lot of kids and, other, and, and youngsters that otherwise wouldn't get a chance to go. A hundred percent. Who who do you play in the panto? I'm Captain Hook. So you're the evil uh, guy. Yeah, no, funny. he didn't. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> do you have to put on an accent? I'm doing him kind of piracy. I watched Dustin Hoffman in, in, in uh, Spielberg's Hook, and he sort of played him quite quite sort of straight. But I, Janet, Janice wrote it like it's like me's and eyes and how you are be coming around and I'll sliver your liver. And so, <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, she wants that kind of, you know, she wants that sort of thing. And then I, I, it was so funny because I watched Turby's one, and Turby's just Turby, you know, and he's standing and he's, and he's got his, and he's doing Captain Hook. Ah, shut up, man. And it works brilliantly as well because it's Turby. It's Turby crying, yeah, and he's, but, but I thought, well, let me give him a bit of a her. So, yeah, so, so I'm, so I'm thinking that way, but I have, I have watched his, his one and I've stolen a few ideas. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the painter greats. So. I'm excited to see the show. Is it on right now? No, we're rehearsing and we start on the fifth. Yeah, we, are we getting there. We're going into the theater oh, now. Keep us next week. Yeah, we got a Peter Pan, Michael Rifthammer. Listen, this cast is brilliant. Any one of these 
deep. You know, Bongi's been in four pantos. Mm. Bongi is he, phenomenal. He is yeah, sensational talent, mm. this guy. But we got Michael Riftembers playing uh, Pan. He's so scared to fly. <laughs> he's oh, like shit. terrified. And they and they having like oh, the whole rigging is coming in and they're going to take him up. And and it is scary. Eh? The, the first time you go up on that thing, well, it's, high, think, oh, it's, it's not that high. And then when you're up there, yeah, exactly. When you're up oh. there, it's like um, key. Big. I wasn't uh, ready for this. Yeah. And, and, but, but, so, yeah, so we're getting into the technical side of things now. And then we start our first, our first audience is on the fifth. Mm. So we're around the corner, man. And cool. everyone's really excited. I, I can imagine that you must be excited to get the audience in there because that's who you feed off. And that's when you find it. Yeah, I know exactly. You've, you know, we've, we can do it in the, in the big vacant room. We run and we run and we run. And, 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 and yes, you have to do that. And you have to iron out and you have to get it honed and ready. And then, but it's once those people come in, it's that kind of theater where once they come in, you'll find your rhythm, you'll find your groove, mm. you'll know where to pause, you'll know where to hold on, you'll know what needs more, you'll know what needs less, what's working, what isn't. How many shows a week are you guys going to be doing? Yes, leave it. They, I think it, they, there's, it's amazing because they lull you into this sense of security. Like, Monday, Tuesday off, Wednesday <laughs> one, Thursday one, Friday two, Saturday three, Sunday two. So there's, <laughs> so it's like three, wow. four, seven shows in three days. So oh. thank God. And how long is the show? Captain Hook doesn't have to sound pretty. <laughs> I'll be like, I am the pirate king. And I'll be like, yeah, he sounds like a real pirate. Yeah, because he's dying. And the, I think it runs like an hour either side of interval. Yeah. Okay. You great. can't go too, I mean, Janice is always, you know, I think she gets she gets going and she starts writing and mm. there's so many funny gags in and then she says, Oh, I've got to cut it, I've got to trim it, I've got to trim it. And you don't want to some of the things you don't want to trim. I mean, there's always so many uh thrown in gags about what's currently been going on in oh, our course, in yeah. our country, you know. Mm. And um so she trims, but uh, you know, you know, you have to consider the kids as well. So I don't think you can go more than like an hour and then an hour five yeah. with, with the sing along and the and the exactly. interactive stuff. That's cool. Eh? So we're still trimming. She's still trimming um, relentlessly. Nothing personal, she says. But why is it <laughs> but, all? My, but why is it all my stuff? I was going to say, <laughs> if, if she just takes more and more content out of yours, you're yeah, going to like, start taking it personally. <laughs> no, she's, well, Brent and I are going to go the next couple of weeks, huh? Yeah, we're going to go together. Yeah, yeah. man, kind of a lot of fun. Um, I, I don't even know if I should take the kids. I'm just going to go as an adult, go yeah, have fun. Absolutely. Maybe dress up. I would love to do uh, that. I think that's a good idea. Jeez, that could be quite fun. I'm going to, I'm going to jot this down in the diary. I'm going to send you a meeting request and I'm going to tweet it because it's not real unless you tweeted it. Absolutely. Yeah. Craig, how do people get involved or how do people get in touch with you? With me, uh, I'm, with the, you just to sort of keep up to date with what you're doing. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter now. They got me on Twitter. Oh, well done. Yes. I mean, I know nothing about that. What, what is your handle? And when I say handle, I mean your name on okay, Twitter. Yeah. Craig. I think it's just Craig Urbani or Craig dot Urbani. Right. I'm going to find him yeah. and I'm going to tweet him. I know. Him I don't so even know. Because they're, they're like, Craig, get with the towns. We want you to be on Twitter because you're part of the Panther now. So I'm like, okay. And I'm on Facebook and I've got a duo that I, that I do with a, a beautiful lady called Andy Swan and we sing. So you can find that, find our page on Facebook as well. Craig Urbani and Andy Swan. Um, and yeah, I'm with Leeds Agency and that, and that's me. I'm, I'm easy to plug along with. Yeah. And if you really want to see Craig in action, Oh, you can talk about the latest DSTV ad, because Craig's in that. If you're not too sure who Craig is, DSTV ad where he's the dad, and he's got the, the, the wife and the kids constantly trying to take his TV away from him. And he eventually finds solace in a little Wendy hut with, a, with his daughter's iPad, and then his last youngest daughter walks in. Walks in, and he, yeah, he can't watch. Can't. Uh, you, you, I've such got a good ad. I've got a bunch of oaks in the studio today with me, actually, that are all over DSTV. The other day, I was 
just chilling on my couch watching a bit of TV. And the next minute, I, I saw an ad with Jason in it where he oh, progressively got older. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts off the ad being like a young young couple, life is great, everything's mm-hmm. fantastic, and his child in the ad grows up. I wasn't actually following the ad. I don't even know who it was for. Outsurance. Uh, it was for outsurance. Yeah. Yes, I remember now. Outsurance. And at yeah. the end of the ad, you're standing in the middle of the road mm. with your old wife, <laughs> and you're old, and you're waving. Yeah. Well, your- I, I, tossed, I tossed keys that I, that I, to, to my kid who I bought the car for using my... Your outbucks or whatever it's called. Yes. And uh, and they really made him look old. Like his hair was all old and he was wearing glasses. <laughs> and they'd put him in really grandpa clothes, which is hilarious. Yeah, it was cool. To me, they have to work on the going the other way. <laughs> right, how can we make Craig look young? Benjamin Button. <laughs> yeah. I was only supposed to be like 45 in that advert. You looked like 60. I know. I don't know what was going on. It was a bit odd. <laughs> Craig, it's been amazing having you in studio. It's been great being here. Thanks. And, and really, we, we would love you to come back. Uh, yeah, I would love to. Anytime. Anytime. It's, it's uh, at Craig Urbani, just by the way. Oh, we've got it. Is yes. that me? That's you. Okay. We're going to tweet it Sorry, so you guys can get in touch. Yeah. Um, Are you following me? Again. Now I am. Please follow me. Yes, I, I haven't got that many. <laughs> <laughs> it's like stalking him all over again. stalking me again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after the break.
That was Coldplay with Ink. Uh, I do love Coldplay when they were out here. Got to see them, which is fantastic. They are a good band. Do you dig them, Jay? Mm. Mm. So, so. <laughs> you know, I only listen to them for Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, it's not even there. Well, well, you know, now uh, Jennifer Lawrence is there, so. She's even like better. Yes. We, we love Coldplay. <laughs> well, I did like their latest music video, uh, uh, something about stars. Yes. Um, they did in the streets of New Zealand. Now, how cool is this? A little tidbit here for you is about a couple of days before they shot that ad in, uh, in New Zealand, they sent out a tweet, uh, to all their fans saying, listen, we're going to be in New Zealand such a day. If you'd like to be a part of our new music video, tweet us. There's only 250 spaces. So let us know now. So 250 people replied. Those are the ones that got uh, to be in uh, the music video and he did it live along the streets. That, that music is video amazing. Was beautiful. Yeah, I like it when people do cool stuff, mm, good stuff, good get stuff. people involved for free. Uh, I came across this charity a couple of weeks ago, and I just find them to be super, super phenomenal. They're busy putting together everything now because it's for Christmas. They call themselves Santa Cause for Pause. And I don't know if you've heard of... Uh, Santa Claus for Santa Cause. Uh, Santa Cause, like a cause. Oh, I see. Santa Cause oh, for Pause, for uh, little dogs and cats. Well, why not Claus on the Pause? Because they thought of that name first, okay. and you are not part of their marketing team. I will give them your number, though, because I think <laughs> there's a there's an angle there. Um, yeah, so I don't know if you've heard about the the Santa Shoebox Project, where they collect uh, shoe boxes for all the kids, which has grown and grown and grown, and it's doing really amazing stuff. These guys have got the same concept, but they're doing it for animal shelters. So instead of Barbie dolls and crayons, uh, you would give dog toys, dog blankets, mm. food, which a lot of the the shelters are looking for they collect it all and then they distribute it through the whole nationally they started off in Joburg in October 2013 their first year which was last year was uber successful uh, they did 2,195 boxes as Jay-Z would say 2,195 and um and they gave it to a couple of different charities they've now opened it up to Durban Cape Town they're going absolutely all over the country, and they need your help to get involved. So if you want to give a whole bunch of dogs and cats, not, not just for Christmas, but hopefully food and some good stuff for the rest of the year, you can visit www.santapaws, that's P-A-W-S, .co.za to get involved. And uh, that's my charity for the week. I wanted to tell you a, a cup, about a couple of good stories. Um, last week on the show, we interviewed Jenna Lowe, who literally has changed my life this girl she's 19 i'll do a bit of a recap she's 19 she lives in cape town she got diagnosed with a lung condition uh when she was 17 she's now on oxygen 24 hours a day and she has uh released a video about two weeks ago asking people to join her at her 21st basically all you have to do to join her at her 21st is become an organ donor it's pretty simple i'm an organ donor well, then you're already coming to the 21st. Yes. You're part of the, you're part of the invite guest list. Uh, it takes two minutes to log onto her website to become, uh, a, an organ donor. And you really, 
I mean, you're not doing much because what are you going to do with your liver when you die? Well, that's the thing. You know? I think it's very selfish if you're not an organ donor. No, but here's the good news. So today is her birthday, her 20th birthday. Happy birthday to you. I'm not going to sing. I was hoping you would. <laughs> it's her birthday today. We've got a year to get her to 21. There's a whole bunch of stuff that people are continuously doing. I'd like you to join her Facebook page to keep up to date with her. Just last week, Saturday, I did a fun run walk around the zoo. Uh, in aid of her, we had t-shirts on for her, the hashtag get me to 21. And we, we, I just want people to become organ donors because it's not costing you anything. It's, it's, it really is a simple thing that you can do. The good news that we have here is last week I got a phone call from Lidese who I'd emailed them after I had chatted to her and met her. They got a phone call from her, mailed her. Uh, and yesterday they called her to tell her that she's a Lidese hero. <sighs> For Cape Town, which is fantastic because she gets a lot of exposure now. Yeah. The marketing that she's going to get is just going to go far, and it is really going to spread. It's it's flipping exciting. So she's going to have to have like a giant marquee in a field for her 21st. Well, I've already, on the show last week, I asked her, what are you going to do? What is your plan mm. to for your 21st? And where when is she you going have, to have it? She's going to have to have a number of 21st. She's having a couple. Yeah. She's going to do it all over the country, and, and them is probably going to be like concerts in the park. Beautiful. So if you go onto her Facebook page, uh, she's opened up the platform for you to decide what her party is going to be. And hopefully, again, celebrities doing good. We can get a couple of celebrities on board to mm. give up their time, to give up their talent, to be there performing. Um, one of my favorite bands, The Motherland, had better do it for her. Um, I'll introduce you to them. They're fantastic. They're a South African band. They are phenomenal. And I'm sure that they'd get involved. Um, which is quite exciting. The other thing that I've found, which is is perfect for this week, and I just need to open it up here. Um, it's Halloween on Friday, mm. and we all know what happens on Halloween. Kids, we, it's become a tradition mm. now in South Africa where kids go to trick or treats, and you come home with all these treats. Well, you see, the thing is, it almost annoyed me in the beginning because why is South Africa always trying to become so Americanized? Before you know it, we're going to be celebrating Thanksgiving as well, which will really tick me off. It'll but be like, a bit awkward if we do. But I'm telling you, we're becoming so South Africanized. Look at, I mean, Halloween, really? Anyway. Anyway, so we do celebrate it. Mm. And if you, if you stay in an area where they do the trick or cheating mm. and you do have kids that get involved, America, thank you, because they do care for our health. <coughs> Jason's literally rolling his eyes. <laughs> They've released a list of the top 10 best chocolates and candy to eat that is not going to make you look like a hippopotamus like for Christmas. Yeah. Like them. We do have listeners from America who are listening right now. Well, hopefully they're skinny. Skinny ones. Good luck. The ones in Cal- California, they're the, they're the best. Um, so in the number one spot, which we don't even have in South Africa, is a York peppermint patty. I'm not even going to speak about the ones that we don't have. Mm. Do we have crunch in South Africa? The crunch. The blue and white and red. Yeah, we did. Okay, well, those come in at number two. So okay, cool. if you get a crunch in your bag, you know yeah. it's good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, the Skittles at number five are cool. good for you. Yeah. So you can eat the, the Skittles. Kit Kats are number six. Yeah. Look, I don't say that they're good for you, but they're just better. It's just for you. better than, yeah. I don't know, bar one. Less chocolate maybe than in the Kit Kats. Because it's got that little wafer yeah, exactly. in the middle. Number seven is those Mike and Ike things, which I'm addicted to. Mm. I don't know if you've ever tasted the fireball mm-hmm. ones. They're I've cinnamon. Never tasted them, yeah. Wow. That's like jelly beans, but oh. they're really delicious. Cool. Um, and then there's things that I've never heard of like before. Like apples and bananas. Who gives apples and bananas on Halloween? I think it's important. 
That's we need insane. to promote healthy living amongst our kids. Okay, so if you're going trick-or-treating and you know Jason at all, don't go near his house because he's. it's almost like he's tricking you for coming there, giving you bananas and apples. Straight up, and grapes, strawberries. Pro- protein shakes. Yeah. <laughs> it's your wheat germ protein shake. <laughs> Do you even live, bro? Have a protein shake. Not so much. Uh, two more things before we wrap up the show. I found an amazing, uh, it's two guys from Australia who have built a van. It's a big orange van and they've created a mobile washing laundry for homeless people. Hmm. Homeless people tend to live in the same clothes all the time and they don't, they're not lucky enough to have a whole bunch of clothing to get them through a day, never, let alone like a week. So these guys drive around, they give out clothing, they wash your clothing and they just help the homeless feel a little bit better about themselves. It's beautiful. I think cleanliness mm. is, is a big part of uh, being proud and confident yeah. of who you are. So they're doing really cool stuff. I'll post a link to that. And then the last thing that I found, which I, I don't know if you could use this on tech reports. Yeah. It's the most amazing app. It's called PhotoMath. What's that? You take a, you take a photo of a math problem and it gives you the answer. Rubbish. Promises. Well, you know, okay. That's a cool app, but I've got another app. Okay, which, go. Just very quickly. It's called Word Lens. Right. It is phenomenal. Basically, you open the, the app. Um, you try and translate. You put it as a translation, let's say, uh, English to Spanish, let's say. Say you, you were overseas and let's say Spanish to English and you're in Spain. You hold the, the app, which is, it uses your camera, up against the words that it sees and it automatically trans, translates the words no. in front of your eyes. I'll, I'll show it to you just now. All right, cool. So, Photomath and Word Lens. Word Lens. Yeah. We're going to tweet links to that so you can download the, that as well. I really do love highlighting amazing stories of the good stuff happening in South Africa and around the world. And there's never enough time to get through it all. Um, there is just so much good going on. If you want to catch more of the good stuff, uh, tune in next week. I'm going to also tweet links to everything we've discussed. Uh, there's a YouTube channel. I'm going to blog about it. So I do try and get more stuff after the show that you can consume. Um, and we spent the whole show chatting about celebrities doing good. Mm-hmm. I want you to remember that you don't have to be a celebrity to do good. To do good. Brenty, you weren't a celebrity before. I'm still you. not. Come on, don't be modest. Celebrity, yeah. you. Thing is, you have been celebrated, therefore you can have that term celebrity attached to you. Thanks, um, friend. So you weren't one before you had your, your amazing video that went viral. Thank you. In that, I'm going to leave you with a little nugget. Uh, no act of kindness, no matter how small it's ever wasted. So if, even if it's just a smile, get it going and, and share the love. Uh, mm. That's the good stuff for this week. Don't forget to tune in next week where we'll be catching up with more of the good stuff from all around the world. Uh, and get involved over and out and only good things.